Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. If you're into sports betting, Bet Online is where you should go to win money today. Whether it's live bets during games or futures for who you think will win the championship, Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Bet responsibly. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So I don't know if you heard, but apparently former NBA player Lamar Odom may be returning to professional basketball in Spain soon. I was reading a press release about how he started taking a pH balancing alkaline supplement called Balance 7, and that's what has helped him bounce back from his hospitalization in 2015. He even said, I have an enormous amount of energy, which is good for me. It's important when working out, I always need energy to level up. Couldn't agree more with Lamar. After watching him fight Aaron Carter in July's celebrity boxing match, I think it's safe to say that Balance 7 is working for him. Cool thing is, we've got a promotion running with Balance 7 right now, where if you go to their website, balance7.com, and use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout, you'll receive a free 4-ounce bottle of My Smooth Skin with any purchase of Balance 7 products. That product retails at $13.99, so I'd say it's worth it. Again, head to balance7.com and use the code B-L-E-A-V at checkout to get in on the promotion. I know I will. If it worked for him, it can work for you too. Welcome, sports fans. Thanks for tapping into some untapped keg sports. 
I'm RJ Zimmerman here with this fall belongs to ball again. Monte Ball. I do a big guy. I'm good, man. I'm loving I'm loving the ring to that. Cause we got some hot takes coming this fall, you guys. I'm telling you, we got some very, very hot takes. You if you already follow me on Twitter, I'm sure you've already seen some of my hot takes, very, very hot takes, but we will get into that. Can we can, all as well? Can we talk about how uh You've been doing radio for a day, and you just got your <laughs> well. Hold on, Already before we get into before we get into everything, you know, we got to do our do our own you know normal ritual. All is yep, well on my yep. end. Happy Friday. I'm feeling good, um, spiritually, mentally, etc. Physically, can obviously still work on that, but all is well. How you doing, man? I'm good. Uh, changes are afoot, and they're starting to catch up, and that's okay. Uh, we're gonna talk about that on more about that on Sunday, but I am excited because uh, as people who have seen the show before know, I'm a big Brewers fan. I'm a huge Milwaukee Brewers fan. I have been for I wouldn't say all my life because they were really bad for a really long time. So as a kid, <laughs> how are you supposed to enjoy that? Um, but I didn't have a baseball team until I picked up the Brewers, uh, and I would say around high school. Uh, when I started to really notice it, I, it was so when I was a kid, I really liked Robin Yant. Robin Yant was my favorite just because I knew he was really good, right? And he, mm-hmm. I, I remember him making diving catches and stuff. But then it was really Ben Sheets who brought me back in and made me a Brewers fan, a pitcher, unreal, unreal curveball. Um, I'd crush it. One thing I will say is, as Brewer fans, we are very, uh, we're very good now. And it, that's not something that we have said for a very long time. Easily. But we know what it's like to be very bad. So when it comes to people talking about our team and stuff, it's just, okay, sure, we'll see what happens on the field. Like Cubs fans earlier this year saying the only reason the Brewers weren't first was because of their record. And then the Brewers swept them, the Cubs went in a tailspin, and then they sold all their best players. Wait, 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 wait. Take a step back. Wait, 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 wait. You said, you said somebody said that team is only good because of their record. Uh, I meant uh, schedule, their week. Schedule. Oh, oh, okay. I'm like, whoever yeah, said I'm that? Sorry. That's whole, I, I misspoke. I'm like, so I'm like that's anyway, the whole point. <laughs> I'm getting. I'm going around this long trail to get to the point of Kansas City football fans. What are you doing? <laughs> I was what not expecting that. Doing? Nice, nice, nice segue. Right? I was not like, expecting I know that. what it's like to be bad fans of a bad team for a long time. But when you get when, good, why are you so defensive? They are. So, they act like they have their trophy case looks like the Patriots. The way that they're talking, responding back to me, I'm like, you guys have My won one Super Bowl in the last fifty years. Listen, I'm like, <laughs> I'm a part of another very pearl clutchy fan base in the Green Bay Packers, but even we don't clutch our pearls that hard, dude. They like, were attacking me like personally. I'm like, you guys, I can still be a fan of the game. Yeah. Here's a picture of me when I was eight wearing a Terrell Davis jersey. It's not like I'm just want to just be that person to root against my home state's team. No, it's, I've always been a fan of the Broncos, and obviously, we all know. Granted. On paper, our rival, us Broncos fans, are the Raiders, but 
it's also the Chiefs too. I would even say it's more of the Chiefs, kind of like again the Wisconsin Badgers football versus Minnesota longest rivalry. But let's be honest, the real rival, at least with my time playing, was us versus Michigan State. It's like one of those things. I don't understand. Listen to me, fans. I love the passion. We all love the passion. Former athletes love the passion. Current fans love the passion of other fans. But once you start taking it personally, where you're personally taking jabs at people, it's like you need to take a step back and realize I'm not saying anything negative about you. I'm not even saying anything really negative about the Chiefs. I'm just trolling saying, hey, let's call them the Kansas City football team. But long story short, I got thick skin. I just hope that you guys are doing okay. If my team, if my team, if I was a fan of the Kansas City football team and I saw a Broncos fan, granted, haven't beat the Broncos in like, or excuse me, Broncos have not beat the Chiefs in what, five seasons, six seasons. If I saw somebody saying something, I wouldn't even respond. Why? If you're on the top, why do you respond? Lions don't here's, respond to sheeps. Here's not saying I'm a sheep, example. but you know my point. Okay. Let's let's <laughs> like, let's roll this back a little bit. All right, let's put some context. What happened first? What okay. was your first tweet about? Because this all happened on yeah. Twitter. So what exactly. was your first tweet about? You know, as a fan, I'm excited. I was like, okay, obviously being a Broncos fan, it's like who's gonna who's gonna take that quarterback role? Is it gonna be Locke? Is it gonna be Teddy? They were battling out in preseason. Obviously, Coach Fangio, et cetera, the entire Broncos staff is like, we're gonna just let them battle it out. Let them battle it healthy competition, healthy high competition. And whoever, you know, obviously has performed the best is gonna get the position. So I tweet out obviously that, hey, this is looking like a championship season for Denver. I'm excited. I'm looking looking forward to it. Um all the above, pretty much just just gassing my Broncos, Broncos country, bringing the fans together. And then all of a sudden, the Chiefs fan come into play, and they start just bashing me left and right. And I'm like, and then one guy said, oh, I said, I said, take a screenshot of my tweet. I said, take this screenshot and come back to me in January. And this one guy comes at me and say, obviously, Monte doesn't understand uh, when the Super Bowl is. And I responded back to him saying, what is the first ring that you can win in a football season? That is your conference championship, which usually takes place in January, Mr. I guess you've played in the NFL before. But anyways. Oh, we're going there right now. Well, oh, <laughs> <laughs> well I'm just going to be honest. It, it, it annoyed me a little bit because I'm like, you guys, this is my Twitter. But long story short, I like I like it. I like the animosity. I love it because Chiefs play, excuse me, the Kansas City football team. They play the Broncos on my birthday, December 5th of this year. So it's going to be exciting. Um, But I don't want to get too long with it on that topic. I think it's just the passion and stuff. But I'm looking forward to it, man. I mean, when we're talking football. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, so you bring that up about the Broncos winning a championship. And they get so upset that they come to you. They come so hurt. They were so hurt. So (laughs) easily, like, you know. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say triggered, but like right. that's kind that's, of where that, we are. Um, that's the word. That's so the easily, word. it's like what am I not, so, am I not supposed to root for him? To, to anger, it's like why can't people say things like my team is going to win a championship? That's what every fan thinks going into the year. If you <laughs> talk to Browns fans last year, they're like, "We're going to the playoffs and we're going to make the Super Bowl." Right. And then guess what? 
They did. They didn't win a playoff game for like 40 years before last right. year. You talked to Bucks fans before the season, and we would have said, yeah, we're probably going to burn out in the playoffs because that's what we do every year. So, But that's, that's Bucks fans. Want. That's Wisconsin sports fans. That's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> but everybody else is – we're gonna win the Super Bowl. We got the pieces. We're gonna do it. Right. What that 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 being a fan, you you when you're a fan of a football team, when you're a fan of a team, it's always the glass is half full. You're yeah. always going into the season very optimistic. Why wouldn't you be? It feels better that way <laughs> than going in dwelling uh, that your team's gonna lose, which may be the case, but there's nothing wrong with just. Obviously, you have a choice, and the choice that I'm making is to be optimistic. Um, it just feels better, and so yeah, I get it. I love the animosity. I love it, but the whole the, the personal attacks is just a little too far. And I think that just again goes yeah. back to RJ what we talk about on our Sunday show, where it's this toxicity. It's we have adults taking personal jabs at people when they're just talking about a sports team, and we're you know. Attacking sobriety is not okay. Like it's not. It's not. It's it's really not. And that's and that's, and that's I drew why. The line. That's where I was like, that one. That's not okay. That's not okay. Right. And I right. could kind of tell it was a little bit sarcastic. But at the same point, put that in the tweet that it's sarcastic. Like I'm being sarcastic. Like right. right. Because that it's going to be read. The tone of text is how you read it. It's not how you right. meant it. So true. You do have to explain the joke sometimes uh, when you're texting things. But, you know, as Packer fans going into last year, Mm. okay, and you're just a fan saying that uh, the Broncos have the pieces to win a championship. They do. And people are like, they're not the same as 2015. I'm not saying Teddy is Peyton Manning. Nobody said that. I'm saying that Peyton was on his way out and his arm was done that year, the second half of the season. Right. And so the defense stepped it up even another notch mm-hmm. to obviously stop teams from scoring, and everybody else rallied around a quarterback that was on his way out. <laughs> so, so going into last year, we had sports writers, professional sports writers, saying that Aaron Rodgers was the fourth best quarterback in the NFC North. Do you remember Whoa! this at all? Do you remember this? I don't. I, the number one quarterback, they said, was Matthew Stafford. And they said you could make an argument that Kirk Cousins is the number one quarterback in the NFC North right now. I'm sorry. This was okay. going into last year. Who was this sports writer? ranting about this? Who is this sports it writer saying Cousins is better? It wasn't or, just one. I'm disgusted. And How then you- saying that they, the Packers were lucky in 2019. They're not going to win 10 games this year. Like, Okay, I agree they were lucky in 2019, but they had another year in the same system. Yeah. They're going to get better. That's like me writing an article that the sky is actually below our feet. Right. As opposed to above and, and, and people thing, actually like retweeting it and stuff. And <laughs> One thing that's hard to remember is how mediocre Aaron Rodgers was in 2018 and then in 2019. And part of that was the system, uh, how personnel was used, and right. then um, some injuries that had happened. But, but it's still Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers. A little bit more respect <laughs> is due. And I know that some fans took it a little too far, but I would say the majority of Packers fans were like, 
there's only one king of the north, and we'll see who it is at the end of the year. What that's happened? that's not even boom. I mean, exactly. I, I was like, listen, he's not done. He's gonna put up. He's a mad Aaron Rodgers is one of the best mad athletes of all time. A mad Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers shows out, and look what he did last year. That was a mad Aaron Rodgers. Him, Nolan, LeBron. Who's Nolan? Arnado. A pissed off Arnado is 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 a good Arnado. Oh yeah. Do, oh yeah. Do not put him even, in I, the same I, breath I, as Aaron Rodgers I, again. I even noticed I even noticed no, no no I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that their their competitiveness is the same. I'm just saying a an upset <laughs> Nolan is is, is is the the manager really likes that. <laughs> I even saw it when he was with the Rockies, and obviously I see it a little bit here with the Cardinals. Obviously the Cardinals are, are limping right now. But yeah, I don't understand how you even your editor even allows for you to bring that so, to their table. And my point here is we as a fan base are kind of pearl clutchy because we're fans of a very small market team. And I understand that <laughs> Kansas City is not considered a big market either, but you're a heck of a lot bigger than the Green Bay Packers. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, than Green Bay. And yes, it's the state of Wisconsin. You're still bigger than the state of Wisconsin. So yeah. to be so pearl clutchy over somebody saying something as we're championship level team, you could say, come back and say, nah, it still goes through Kansas city or Kansas city still has a better team. Okay. That's fine. But to get like so offended that you're going to attack somebody is just, I didn't even say anything negative. He didn't didn't even say, he didn't say Patrick Mahomes is overrated. You know, who's better Teddy Bridgewater. You didn't say that. (laughs) People were saying Mitchell Trubisky was better than Aaron Rodgers. Going into last year. That's for stuff real like, something that was said. See, stuff like that we don't even need to mention on the show because we don't need to give it more life. But those type those opinions. That's what I'm saying <laughs> is that you did not say and oh, right, right. like you said your team is going to win a championship. Okay. And like Kansas City fans, be better. Act like you've what do you won think? something before. What do you think exactly? What do you think? I think they're just still mad from the embarrassment of the Super Bowl. <laughs> but what do you think that is, RJ? What do you think it is? I said nothing. As a fanatic of a team, why why do you act that way? From wouldn't you want the, your opponent's team's fan base to be rooting for their team just to bring more excitement to the game? Like healthy, healthy fan banter. You know what I mean? Back and forth, the healthiness. Like you see what you see what yeah. I'm getting at. Like, what yeah, do you I know, want? I know what you're saying. It. I would think that you would want to have somebody you can talk with and talk trash to, right? Like in a healthy, healthy way. It's trash, funny. Trash talk it's is fun. fun. It is. Yeah. Fun. You and I do it all the time. <laughs> right. Um, it's fun. It's. That's all we can bring to the table now because we can't play. So that's my whole thing when I'm talking to these fans. It's like. I said to one guy, and I didn't mean mean it in a disrespectful way, but I just wanted to get the message across, which is like, hey, man, this is all just fun and games. Just remember that the Kansas City football team does not know who you are. <laughs> and it's true. They don't it's care like, about your well-being. It's not no. a we. <laughs> as much as you want it to be, it's not a we. Yeah, as much as you want them to win, they would like to win more, but it's just not possible. <laughs> That you're going to win every single game ever. I exactly. mean, and that's that's coming from 
a Wisconsin sports fan where that's basically our entire lives are Packer season, Bucks season, Brewers right. season, Badger season, Packer season, Bucks season, Brewers. You know, that's that's how we roll. That's right. that's Dude. literally how we define things. Okay, before we segue into, I got a question for you. Before we segue oh, into, I just want to say one ahead. thing. Kansas City fans, stop acting like Cowboy fans. Boom. That's a great ending to that because that is, that's exactly what it felt like. I was kind of thrown back because I'm like, why are they acting? And I think they really got mad at me when I was just trying to push the whole Kansas City football team. It's, it's I mean, only a matter of time. You use Native I, I think- American <laughs> in- imagery. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's only a matter that of time. Was the button. That was the button I deliberately pushed. You guys are way too easy. You guys are way too easy. Um, but I got a question for you, man. Um, oh gosh, I think I lost it. I think I lost it. I'm sorry. My question. I'm no, no, no. You're, no, you're good, man. Uh oh yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. So before we segue into um let's let's talk some college football before we get into there. So obviously we have the Bucks winning it all. Do you think the Bucks have set the stage and also Will your spirit ascend if the Brewers win it all? Obviously, after the Bucks, so Bucks win it all. If the Brewers win it all, if the Packers make it to the Super Bowl, let's just say they just make it to the Super Bowl. Hopefully, obviously they win, but let's just say they make it to the Super Bowl and the Badgers. What if the Badgers win a Big Ten championship game? So it was a two-part question. So did the Bucks set the stage, and also? As a born Wisconsin Knight, also diehard Wisconsin fan, all of the above, will your soul ascend <laughs> if, the, if the teams do it? <laughs> what you just did. You just said something that my brain cannot co- compute at all. I, as you said, I am a born Wisconsinite. I'm a Wisconsin fan. I cannot even think about more than one Wisconsin team being good at a time. At, let alone winning a championship at a time. So the Bucks win. Yeah. Never thought I'd see it in my lifetime. I still have I still can't believe that the Bucks won a championship. Like watching Giannis have the summer of his life is like the most amazing thing that True. I He's have seen a as a fan. Fun. <clears throat> True. It, the Brewers are really, really good right now, right? Really if they good. They make a World Series the year that a the a Bucks team won the championship. I'm speechless. I don't know. I don't know what I would do if the if it's just the Brewers and the Bucks win, but then you said the Packers win an NFC Championship. But 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 my question was: Would you give? It's the greatest. Moment I mean, obviously. In my life. I mean, obviously, you don't give credit to it would be the Bucks for the Packers winning. And that moment <laughs> would be the moments of my life right now. Oh, trust me, you can have multiple greatest moments of your life. That's that's easy. That but again, the unbelievable. Question, the question. Do you give like would you give some of the credit to the Bucks if the Packers win it all? Obviously not not taking all credit from the Packers, but you know what I'm saying. Like Them, they took some or, of me, the pressure off. The Brewers, I mean, because the Packers have always been making it to the NFC Championship game. So they're literally one play. They've been one play away for the last like four or five years. But the Brewers have been like multiple games away from from making it. So let's use the Brewers in this example. Would you give the Bre- the Bucks credit 
a little bit of credit for the Brewers making it all yeah. the way because they're literally yeah. going from they nothing lifted, to a Cinderella story. They they <laughs> lifted the curse of on Wisconsin mm. sports, right? Mm. They took some pressure off those players that they have to give something back. And that doesn't necessarily mean that that's why there's a lot of faltering at the door because the Brewers mm-hmm. were less than a game away from the championship. Uh, you're going to the World Series. The Packers, as you said, have been a play away. The right. Badgers basketball team, a play away, a play or two True. away from a championship. Like, right. you know, they, the Bucks. The Bucks didn't go from nothing to something. I mean, they're only Cinderella Nothing. because of the Nets moves that they made uh, this year, uh, you know, for James Harden. No, I said the Brewers. The Brewers, like a like a nothing to Cinderella. That sure. huge jump. Yeah. Be, would you give a little credit to the Bucks for that? Like, okay, let's let's bring these trophies home in all sports. You know? Yeah. No, I, I would I, definitely – there's a little bit less pressure that – Right. Uh, I think fans are going to put on a team when you get close because the Bucks did it. Right, they did it. True. They didn't just do it; they did it in Milwaukee. And True. They Giannis had an all-time series, like all-time. A yeah. player. It wasn't just luck. Like the Bucks mm-hmm. showed out, and they. It's not luck it beating done. the Nets. It's not luck getting past the Nets. It's hard to play in Brooklyn. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it was hard to play in Phoenix. They. Took a game right. down there when they needed to. So exactly, exactly. I mean, they they beat some really good teams. Uh, Atlanta, okay, not not out of the three. Obviously, we got the Nets in the in the Suns, of course. Really, really, really good teams that they ran through. Um, so they deserve the credit. Absolutely. I'm, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you answered those questions because I've always wondered that. Um, I've always wondered that, especially as as a, as a born and- Wisconsinite. You know, that's the thing, like, with the Packers last year. When you have your fans, or, like, let's say the Brewers get there, if the Bucks don't win this championship, we get there, all and, you know, the stadium's electric, everybody's just jumping up and down, and that one play happens, that play at the end of the half, right? Uh, Kevin and King. all the air comes out of everybody. Right. Players feel that. Yeah. That is felt. That helped, that saps energy from your team to be able to go out there and you do get a feeling of dread like that is a mental aspect of the game yeah that you know gets kind of glossed over a little bit and it, it's true it happens like uh you lose momentum that it is it is it is massive and because yeah. that collective breath like oh here we go again yeah right that may not be there because the Bucks have won a championship, so now everybody's like, "No, we can still do this. Let's go." No. <laughs> the one, one whole crux down, <laughs> right? And that's and Harry that, that is a possibility. <laughs> that's something to look at. That that's a really good question that um, I honestly didn't even think about till just now. Uh, it just popped have, in my head. Yeah, they may have lifted the pressure. The pressure that fans were putting on players. And it may not be all season. Yeah. You may only feel it in that one game, but when you feel it, it might be enough that it could pull it away. So, right, right. It's it, it's suffocating. It could be suffocating. Absolutely. Um, no, no, no. I, I'm glad. I'm glad you shared that. I wanted your intake on that because, you know, I, I'm only a fan of, honestly, really the Badgers. When we're talking Wisconsin sports, the Badgers here. Uh, oh, and the Bucks as well too. Um, but obviously not a Brewers fan. Um, 
not not a not a not really truly a Packers fan, but I, I I'll root for the Packers. Um, obviously, until we meet up, if we do meet up. Um, but no, I think that is I think that is true when we talk about the curse. We talk about that pressure from fans. We talk about the players feeling that. Um, I think that I think there is some merit there. Absolutely, that think so too. So I want to also talk about something, man. I want to get into. I really want to get into some college football here. I do. So before we get into the college football, let's talk about what you're doing around college football. Oh yeah, 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 let's talk about yeah. Your opportunity, and uh, then we'll go into some college football here. Yeah, and yeah. Why you're for- be rooting for the Packers? <laughs> You sounded so excited there. Uh, oh, well, I've, I've been fortunate enough to, uh, to team up with ESPN Madison to talk, obviously, Badger football, um, pregame, postgame. Um, really, really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be an opportunity, obviously, to to really showcase, um, you know, my abilities of, of, you know, breaking down a game, breaking down a game live, um, giving people what they want when it comes to, you know, what is the quarterback looking at? What is the running back? looking at right now especially if it's like third and six third and seven um all of the above it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun um and just talking a little bit about life obviously very important topics but obviously sticking a lot to football but i think it'll be also also a wonderful opportunity to 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 really share what we do here at untapped keg um where people can come listen to to us listen to me talk more about mental health etc i can pull them in this direction to listen to the both of us talk about it so it's gonna be fun man i think it's an opportunity um for untapped keg um and myself uh, i think it's gonna be fun so an opportunity for us both well i'm excited for you because you've been really good talking about strategies talking about what you're looking at um <clears throat> yeah i putting I, that out to more people is going to be awesome whether this grows or not like i think that that is a fantastic opportunity for you and i'm excited the one thing i'm it, not man. excited about <laughs> Is you saying you're going to root for the Packers after well, all the trash that you've talked and you have <laughs> hurt me? You have hurt me physically <laughs> with some of the barbs you have thrown my way. Now you're going to Indeed. root for the Packers? Well, when I mean rude, I, I don't have mean mixed that. feelings about this. When I say rude, I don't mean, <laughs> yeah, you'll never see me in gold and green ever, ever, ever. Yeah, okay. Um, you'll never see. You're a fair weather fan. You'll never see any sort of memorabilia that I'm buying uh, from a Packers player or what have you. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not going to be a fan. I'm just going to obviously talk about the Packers, and I'm going to root for the Packers. We're talking different conferences here, so it's not the biggest or the worst thing in the world. Obviously, being in the being a fan of the AFC team and rooting for an NFC team, but obviously, hopefully, we meet up in the Super Bowl and then. Then I can stop rooting for them. But I like watching good football, man. I really like watching good football. I like watching Iron Rodgers. I like watching Devontae Adams. I love watching their backfield, how they utilize Aaron Rod or Aaron Jones and Dylan. I like the team. I really, really do. And obviously the defense is, is really nice too. So I like watching good football. And as a fan of the game of football, I cannot ignore the Packers play. And them being always one play away from making it to the ship, the championship. And obviously living here in Wisconsin. I it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt being a Broncos fan, you know, giving Packers fans and the Packers, you know, a pat on the back for winning games. Um but it's gonna be exciting, man. I think I think 
I think this this all just it's all coming together, especially when we talk about you know just 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 fall sports. That just being obviously football, the only one we really care to talk about. <laughs> but obviously, we got the Badgers coming up, guys. Badgers versus Penn State, September fourth. Real quick, Arthur, though, what you think, man? Uh, the one request that I have is that when you speak about him, just one time, you have to use his proper name. Oh, the the F word, Aaron, Aaron Mother- MFN Rogers. You could say MFN. That's fine. Hey, man, Aaron MFN Rogers. Let's go. Uh, look, listen, I've I've ever already eaten crow, saying that he's probably second ballot, not first. After checking his stats and and really diving deep into his gameplay, and then he just goes uh, out and wins an MVP after we have that debate. Well, yeah. <laughs> so these past sixteen to seventeen months, I most definitely have eaten enough crow, um, making those statements about him. Um, as I should have. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited, man. Obviously, you know, again, here at college football, we got the Badgers, of course, against Penn State, man. Um, what, what, do you, what, do you, what do you see, man, with this Badgers team? What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you want to see with this Badgers football team? I want to see creativity in the route tree. I'm kind of sick mm. of seeing mm, the I've same never heard plays that. we've seen for – six or seven years, right? Right, um, right. I really want to see some creativity there. I want to see spacing when they run their routes. I want to see decisions made preemptively by Mert. And obviously, I want to see who the next running back is because you can't talk Wisconsin football without talking right. about the running backs. Um, and then... What Jim Leonard's going to do with his defense, baby. Exactly. Because exactly. one thing that Jim Leonard does, the one thing, and this is what we've been saying the offense has to do a better job of, is he coaches to his talent. He doesn't take his talent to his coaching, right? Mm. So he's mm. going to change and adjust based on what he has on that defense, and it's going to be good. So I'm, it, I'm excited to see him continue yeah. to grow as a coach. And his halftime adjustments are are really good. You can you can you can really notice yes. the halftime adjustments. But I love what you said about the route trees or the route tree that you want to see implemented more branches in a sense. Um question for you on that. Because I never really thought about this. Um because you said that's probably been probably been going on for the last five to six years where you're really seeing these for those who may not understand what we're talking about. We call them route trees is essentially you got like one through nine is what you got on on routes. Well, essentially, it seems like we're only using about three routes. Yes, <laughs> that's about it. Um, just three routes. That it's that's all our receivers are doing. My question to you, RJ, is: Do you think that? Do you think that it has a lot to do with the quarterback position? No, I think it has Not to do it. with the wide receiver position. Um, okay. I mean, even so with, I, even though you had like Danny Davis and uh, Pryor, oh goodness, yes, Kendrick Pryor. You had Kendrick Bourne, right? No, Pryor. Yes. Kendrick yep, Bourne yep, Kendrick is a wide Pryor. receiver in the NFL. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. It's all good, man. Um, it's a lot of names. Uh, I, I, I had a notepad right? yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, a lot of names. <laughs> so you had some talent there, but I just don't well, – I don't think they were very good route runners. I don't think you can utilize mm-hmm. different routes if you're not a good route runner. Um and then, you know, some of it might have to do with the quarterback position, the quarterbacks being limited um, in what they see. But see, that's what I'm saying is I'm not I'm not saying. It may it may be the receivers, of course, but also, you know, we've been we've been playing 
we've been doing what Denver's been doing, you know, the carousel with with the quarterback position. Um, eh, not really, I guess. It, obviously, there was a monkey wrench thrown in this when Cone decided to leave, but I guess I just I was just bringing that side to it as well. Another thing to think about: Do you maybe think it's because of the quarterback they don't get through their reads fast enough, or they they don't feel as comfortable waiting an extra second, half a second for the receiver to complete his route or to get to the top yeah. of his route? It could be a little um, bit of panic there. It could be just right. limited uh, trust on throwing some of the routes, right? Like if you yeah, throw yeah, yeah. an outbreaking route, yeah, trust the receiver is going to be there, and you have to throw it before they break, right? Uh, so if you wait too long, <laughs> yeah. So I and then also, you know, pairing your route trees and getting the spacing that you need. Mm-hmm. I think that that also has to do with uh, creativity in the play calling, and then um, trusting that your receivers are going to run the correct. Like if you're running a crossing at 10 yards, you run that crossing at 10 yards. You don't run it at 12. You don't run it at seven. So, cause if you do run it at seven and then you have that underneath route running it at five, now you got two guys too close together. One person can take both those guys out of the picture. Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Um, or it's going to be short of a first down on third down. Like I think that that might have to do with some of your creativity uh, okay. being limited, but it might also just be, or Wisconsin football, we're going to pound that rock, we're going to run a couple crossings and uh seam route down the middle, and that's it. Like, True. <laughs> but that but that's what that's why that's what makes me nervous though, and I'm glad you brought it up too, obviously, about the running back position. Um obviously run game compliments, you know. The your you the your plays in the air, of course. I mean everybody knows that. So how do we go about expanding these routes, the route tree? If we don't have a running back step up to the plate and, and, and take that torch, obviously we don't know yet. The season hasn't started yet. We're obviously hoping that a running back burger or Braylon Allen, whichever one steps up and takes this position and dominates. That's what we're hoping for, obviously, because that's going to help. That's going to help out Mertz. It's going to help out the entire team. Do you see that as a possibility? Yeah. Yeah. Always. Okay. They always have talent back there. It's just a matter of right. also how they're used. How's right. this offensive line game get push up front? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you trap and you pull, are you getting out there quick enough that you're able to create a hole? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I can be able to see it and have that burst to get up there. I think that's something that they were missing last year that they were disappointed in some of their backs, not having that burst to get through the hole. Right. Uh, it was kind of like just, you know, plotting a little bit yeah yeah so no i like you know what do you what there is a lot of there's a lot of there's a big ceiling with this team but i think there's a low floor as well like you know they could be an 11 win team they could they could also be a five (laughs) well let's 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 check it out here real quick so we we so Obviously, we got Penn State. Then I think we got like Eastern Michigan or some. Uh, the second game is a cakewalk. But then I think we got Notre Dame third game in Sol- at Soldier Field. Um, so I, I remember the first four games, obviously omitting the second game, but still obviously you're still coming off of a difficult game week one. So you might, you're going to be bruised up. You're going to have little owies, what have you. So the first four games is going to be a test for sure. But I think after that, I think it gets pretty 
pretty mediocre, but still, but what is mediocre, especially we, this is, this is a, a young team, the Badgers team, some of these players, if not at least half the players we have not seen play um, or, or receive significant time. So that's what's worried. That, that is what worries Definitely. me. Because they're playing on big stages. They're playing on big stages, obviously, at Camp Randall Stadium, but also you're going to be playing on a big stage at Soldier Field against a really good Notre Dame team. And then you really, follow that up with Michigan, right? Like, followed up with Michigan. <laughs> yeah, so you, got, you go Penn State, Eastern Michigan, you're right with that team, and then you go Notre Dame. Uh, the only good thing about the Notre Dame game is it's not prime time, so okay. it's an eleven. It's still an eleven a.m. game. That's why is that not prime time? That, We're it 12. is surprising, right? That is surprising. That's something. And Notre Dame's ranked. What are they fourth or fifth or no? Notre Dame is higher. Uh, I want to say they're they? like eighth. Exactly. How's that not a prime time game? <laughs> uh, Big Ten, man. Big Ten. So right. Right. So I was gonna see. No, I, I really like your takes on the matches because I always like to ask folks, like, what, what do you see? What do you, what do we need to see? My biggest thing yesterday when I was talking about this is, and I want to hear your take on this, RJ, as well. And I already know what your answer is going to be, but I still want to hear this. For me, what I said yesterday, the thing that's lacking, the thing that we're missing, is that teams don't fear us anymore. Yep. They don't fear us anymore. Teams used to fear playing the Badgers. Teams used to fear going into Camp Randall and playing the Badgers. I don't see that anymore, and that's what we need to get back because there's there there's there's a mental aspect to it. There's a mental aspect to it. You can be you can be defeated before the game even started. I Most teams are defeated prior to playing Alabama just because they know it's Alabama prior and- to the game starting. <laughs> Alabama, you know, one thing you can say about Alabama and what they have done, they haven't been complacent. Exactly. Wisconsin has gotten complacent. Fans, program, university we students, we've been complacent. We've been good, and that's been good enough, right? Mm. But we haven't been great. And if you we, want greatness, then you have to go out and take it. It's not just going to come. Exactly. Exactly. So that's one thing that this defense has. This defense has not been complacent. Sure. This defense has been great. This defense has been great enough to play with big schools. They oh, yeah. have n- you've not seen this defense get blown out since Dave Aranda was there. I mean, prior to Dave Aranda being there, right? Like there was a game right. here or there, but Dave Aranda had this defense ready to play. Yeah. Jim Leonard Which has is, had this defense ready to play every ready. single week. But so, there are problems there where you have been complacent. And where does that start? Exactly. Where does that start? Does it start with fans? Does it start with coaching staff? Does it start with players? Does it start with, I'm putting on this this uniform, and therefore we're going to be right. in every game just by putting this uniform on? There's probably right. a little bit of that there, and it has to be. Where does that? Has to be. Where does that get broken? Right. We've talked. Right. We've talked about um, mentalities in the Wisconsin University of Wisconsin sports uh, area. Whether we're talking hockey, whether we're talking basketball, mm-hmm. there's a complacency that you are good and you're good every year. That's good enough, and. 
you always have these people that say, well, I remember when they were really bad. Like, they weren't relevant at all. That they've had maybe one player that was fun to watch, and that was it. <laughs> and, you know, to that I say, congratulations. Guess what? That doesn't mean we have to be there. That doesn't mean that exactly. we have to settle for second or third best. Exactly. Exactly. I, I love that. And and you really you really got my light bulb going off when you you know, is it the coaches? Is it the players? What have you? I think, and again, I, and I don't want for people to take this the wrong way, but I, when I say my answer, and my answer is, I think it is the coaching. Now, I like the coaching. I like Chris. I like Coach Rudolph. I like Bob Bostad. I like all, all these guys. Gary Brown, new running backs coach. I, well, I, I, I like I that. Obviously, Gary Jimmy Brown's bringing a new dimension that you haven't had for a while. I mean, he coached DeMarco Murray, Ezekiel Elliott, and McFadden. This guy's had some really good productive running backs down there in Dallas. And so what I'm getting at here is when I say coaching stuff, I don't mean it in the way as if our coaches are not fit for their jobs. They most definitely are. I just think there needs to be more of an aggressive side. Coach Bielema, one thing that you can everybody can hang their hat on or he can hang his hat on when it comes to his coaching style is he was aggressive. He made sure that the donors hit their spread. <laughs> when it came to bets, we ran the score up. Now, there's two things that are great about running the score up because most people view it from a standpoint of, oh, that's not good. You shouldn't be doing that. Yada, yada, yada. Bull crap. We're here to win a game. It's not my job to stop scoring. It's your job to stop me. That's the first one. The second thing is really good about running the score up is you get your second and third string players ready. You're in a Big Ten football and in Big Ten football, you're going to need every single player, especially once you get into the meat of your schedule. You need your second and third string players to get some clock because you don't want this huge fall off if a first stringer, which is going to happen, we just don't know who, but it's going to happen. A first stringer is going to get injured. You don't want there to be a massive drop off to your second string. So running the score up, there are many benefits to that. That's what I need. think we need to get back to, man. More aggressive play. That's my sure. first thing. I agree. Yeah. yeah, that's my first thing. The second thing is I love what you mentioned about that defense, Jimmy Leonard's defense can play with the big dogs. Perfect segue into this alliance that that that, that has been circulating. Big Ten, ACC, Pac-12 alliance, more scheduling, scheduling the games. Obviously, this came about because of the SEC poaching <laughs> Texas and Oklahoma. So obviously, other conferences are worried about TV contracts, etc. All money's going towards one con one uh, conference. RJ, how do you see that playing out? How do you see this playing out at all, this alliance? And at the point right now, I think it's just a handshake at this point. Nothing's well, obviously set in stone, but... I mean, they've already announced that out? it's a done deal, so that's that's one thing that is... What, what does that mean? Right. So we don't know the details. It means that you won't see USC come to the Big Ten or Oregon, Oregon State, Utah. They're not coming to the Big Ten. So. No, no. Just scheduling games, right? Now, yes. Helps now now you have more of an ability to, let's say, the Pac-12 coming to the Big Ten to play some games. Maybe eight, the ACC Big Ten Challenge. That becomes more sweet. across sports, right? Uh, you know, that's a big um, basketball. Right. This is – it can only be good being making it easier to schedule across these conferences and having good relationships there. You're doing right. it to stop the the SEC, but the SEC really as a conference 
are football, right? They're not. Yeah. Nobody goes <laughs> to the SEC to watch basketball. No. Um, this is all a, fo- a football move, but it's okay. going to benefit more than just football. It's going to benefit basketball. It's going to benefit baseball. It's going to benefit volleyball, all of these sports. For recruiting. I, I mean, think it's, it's, it's going to help. Exactly. I, what I can see this being is these three conferences being like, all right, who gets who from the Big 12? Let's divvy it up. <laughs> and then that's what it is. That's what it is. I, where does Oklahoma State go? Where does, uh, you know, the uh, Baylor go? Where does, you know, there's a lot. Where does Kansas go? There's Which they're talking of, big. They're talking Big Ten, right? Yeah, that well, there actually was a meeting. I don't know how it went, but I was right. assuming we'd have heard something by now. It's interesting. College football is not what it was five years ago. It's not what not it was ten close. years ago. I mean, this <laughs> is a continually evolving sport with the NIL legislation. You're already seeing things open up a little bit. Yeah, soon it's going to be a yeah. cascade. You know, we need to start rethinking how we talk about college sports and how we think about college sports. Uh, one thing that I've always said, I still root for teams in college sports, but I don't get invested like I do in pro mm-hmm. sports because these are kids. Mm. I have problems putting my hopes on kids. Um, and that's <laughs> that's me personally. That's just a personal thing. I know that th- there's a lot of pride behind it, like there is for people following high right. schools, right? High school sports. You still have pride with where you went to school generally. Um, of course. Rethinking how we cover this is going to be interesting. And this alliance was not possible before all of a sudden SEC is taking big, big names from oh, yeah. a Power 5 yeah. school. That Now this conference is not a power five conference anymore by taking those two schools out of there. I mean, yeah, cause ex- exactly who, who else? I, yeah, that's, that's the thing. You know, when, when, when we talk about this, the first thing that pops in my head about this alliance is that that helps with recruiting, especially when it comes to Wisconsin. Um, yeah. You know what, what I shared uh, yesterday was when I was recruited by Wisconsin I had, and I'm, I had no idea where Wisconsin was even like, at, I knew it was up north, but that's about it. And I only live two states away. Imagine people in Cali. Imagine people in Florida. Um, imagine, you know, we got a nice little pipeline from Jersey area, so they're they're somewhat familiar. But again, by us, if we do get some scheduled games to go play in the Pac-12, you know, we have to fly out to L.A. to play USC. USC gets to see Wisconsin um see how wisconsin plays fans etc that's good that's i think naturally it's just going to help with recruiting i really think so um i hope so Um, also i think it's going to be good for the playoff system you Mm. know if we get scheduled third game fourth game fifth game what have you to play clemson and acc and we beat them by two touchdowns one touchdowns whatever even three points i think that's good for getting bids to the playoffs when these committees get together and say, all right, well, Wisconsin did beat this really good Clemson team. Um, so I, I think, I think we're going to see some benefits. I really do. I do. Absolutely. I just hope that it's, I agree. I hope, yeah. I hope that it's done right. Um, I do. I, I almost hope too that I, I want to see some 
which obviously this is not even part of the conversation or part of the alliance, but hopefully five, six years down the road, we schedule SEC games too. I mean, I know that we have in the past, recent past, obviously playing Alabama, um, even and playing LSU. LSU back in like 2015 or something like that. I want more. I want more. I agree. That was that was huge, I think, for the program right. to play those teams. And then to beat LSU the way that they did in Lambeau, to beat to be close to Alabama. Right. right? I mean, that game was not a blowout. Um I guess maybe the final score said it was, but when you watched it, there were two injuries on the defensive line, and after those injuries, that was kind of when it opened up. You can pl- to show that you can play with those programs, those storied programs that are still storied. Yeah. That's that's huge. That's amazing. Exactly. That is great publicity. It helps. It helps with recruiting. It helps with so many things. Uh, Absolutely. So many things. And so, obviously, when you are a head coach, now you're a head coach visiting Cali, visiting the living rooms of you know players you're trying to recruit. Now you have something to reference to, like, you know, hey, our team was here last year. Did you get a chance to watch the game? Did you get a chance to see our uniforms? Did you get a chance to mm-hmm. um, all of the above? It's just, it's just good. I, I like it. I just hope it's done correctly, and I think it will be. Um, it's, it's, just, it's just again, it's an interesting system now. That being college football, now with nil, now with these possible scheduled games, just like you said, completely different game now. The professionalism is coming is going to just naturally come about. Yep. It's it's starting to filter down. It has been for years and now it just seems right. like it's accelerating and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. It's not necessarily a good thing. It just is. <laughs> and that's just yeah. something we're gonna have to get used to. And uh that's I don't know. I don't know what the future holds because it is the NIL Right decision is such a game changer that we'll see. Uh, you know, you have college just, athletes making money now, and that's a long time coming. I would just hope they have accountants. Have like four, maybe even just three. You don't even need. Yeah, you don't even need four. Just have two. You can just have two, maybe three accountants on each team. Like the athletic program needs to needs to contract get an independent contract. That being a CPA couple of them and 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 have them help out these players when it comes to uncle sam absolutely and i mean <laughs> so that's the same same thing with uh you know therapy mental health right help these players with mental their mental health because that's something that's been overlooked that yeah yeah it needs to start to be talked about as much as we do other yes. other things so where can people catch catch you next? Is it yeah. tonight on <laughs> Madison 100.5? Stay tuned. Yeah, just stay tuned, you guys. But again, yeah, I appreciate that, man. It was 105, uh, 100.5 on ESPN. If you're in Madison area, check it out. Uh, or Check out the ESPN app. The ESPN app, absolutely. Check out WisconsinOnDemand.com. Don't worry, indeed. I got you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this is this is untapped cake. Um, we appreciate you guys tuning in. We do. We got some really exciting guests uh, lined up, man. We got yeah, some we really can. exciting guests lined up for you guys. It's going to be fun. Um, going to be fun. Are we segueing out right now? Yeah. All right. You guys can find me at Monteball28 on Twitter. 
uh, Instagram, Monte Ball, obviously our untapped cake pages. Please send us message topics. Um, even some guests that you that you guys want to see on, we'll we'll, we'll try to get them. And do, um, if you find... want, shoot your shot. Yeah, shoot why not? Yeah. out there. Let's, why let's not? have fun. So, Roger, where can I find you? Don't know. This is our sports podcast. We talk sports. Uh, we will interact with the chat. We just transitioned oh, yeah. from Twitch to YouTube. Still trying to figure out the YouTube chat and stuff. Uh, it, unfortunately, it was disabled on this one because I don't know what I'm doing on YouTube live yet. <laughs> uh, we will get it up for the next one. Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. Central Time, we record our mental health podcast. Indeed. Untapped keg. And we have some fun guests coming up there. Yeah. Uh, anybody who knows Waba from Twitch, Waba Streams, very fun person. Uh, we went on their show and had a lot of fun talking about mental health. So we'll be mm-hmm. talking about mental health, talking about our sobriety, uh, 9 a.m. Central Time uh, here on YouTube mm-hmm. or catch it on podcast services later, catch it on YouTube later. Uh, you know, we re- we're willing for all any and all feedback. Uh, mm-hmm. get, let us know give us a rating subscribe uh, and we're going to have some fun takes takes that people don't necessarily think about uh, when they talk sports and I think that that's what's the most fun about this is we kind of you know we can take our fandoms out of it a little bit and right, right. Uh, just have conversations that are important so check us out untapped keg send us an email Untap Keg everywhere. Just Google Untap Keg. You'll find us. Untap Keg on Twitter. We're pretty responsive on there if you want to send anything. DMs are open. Uh, and then, you know what? Next week we'll have the chat up. We'll have yep. be a little bit more um, have a little bit more of a rundown than we had on this one. Uh, we're still, you know, we're always in motion, always trying new things. And oh, that's yeah. what we're doing right now. So find me at it's trickster, ITZ. The I is a one in Trickster, and uh, let's have fun, everybody. Let's have a good weekend. We'll catch you on Sunday. All right. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.